Hey everyone and welcome to Connected where we talk about stories that connect us all. My name is Billy and I am here with a new guest, Leo Sweeney. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Nice. Um, he's been a member since 2020 um, and you said off camera that was during the pandemic, right? Yeah, just before the pandemic. Just before hit. the pandemic. How, how was the pandemic for you, uh, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I, I mean, I had my sh- share, fair share of moments where it was trying like everyone else had. Um, but I got through it and I'm grateful to be alive. And, um, uh, to those who lost members of their family, you know, pray for them, rest in peace to them. And, and, uh, we're, we're it's just, uh, good to be alive. Yeah. It's, it's nice to count your blessings and be grateful for what you have. And, um, you know, we are very sorry for, you know, if you experienced any loss, but, um, yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, so you being a new member, um, how did you hear about, uh, connections house? Uh, well, I was referred to by my brand new but current psychiatrist, and uh, they said, hey, would you like to go to a fun place where they help you out with your disability? And I was like, sure. And they introduced me to what was first called Putnam Clubhouse, and which is now Connections House. Mm-hmm. And what did you, uh, when you went on the orientation, what did you think? And um, any feelings that you can remember when you, you know, first got, uh, into orientation? Uh, I was, uh, nervous as most people are when they enter a new environment, but, um, it was a very cool place. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be an actual house, but it's our own suite. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I met a good friend of mine here and we're still good friends and he gave me my first tour and um he showed me around the clubhouse and it was very very well informed and and i don't regret uh joining i i i'm so glad i joined and and that i have a new extension of family nice essentially yeah and how did you um how did how has the clubhouse or connections house helped you throughout these past uh let's say three years they helped me by providing support for me um they say hey you got this go right ahead and they were there when i was in and out of my own diagnosis low points and and basically they were there when most most of my family or extended side of my family, like uncles, aunts, and cousins were doing their own thing and basically just ignoring me. Mm -hmm. But my mom was there and she supported me. And now I have my own family to call and that's connections house. Nice. That's everyone here. Um, or everyone that I've talked to always talked about how connections house of, is just like another family. Or just, um, and and that's, I'm glad that you found uh, community, friends, and family um, 
at Connections House, and it seems like it's helped you. Uh, did they help you get uh, your current job right now? Uh, well, I actually got my current job on my own, but they were they were very very glad that I did get this job, and and uh, they were like, "Yeah, you got this, man. Go for it. Do." Do your best there, and they they were there when other people, like I said, were just minding their own lives or just didn't care about me. Mm. So where do you work right now? I work at Lesher Center of Arts in Walnut Creek. And what do you do there? I am a ticket scanner, which is basically just first-line security where I scan tickets and make sure they're current and they're, that everyone enters the theater safely and make sure they don't wreck our lobby or anything like that mm -hmm. and just make sure everyone has a good time have you uh, encountered anyone or like are there any stories from your job like uh, any weird stories or any crazy stories that come with oh, the job um not so far but that's not saying that i will but mm -hmm. i'd say uh we just have to keep everyone safe. And I'd say the common thing we have to do uh, that may make us seem angry or mean, which we're not, we're just ensuring safety, is that we are uh, making sure no one climbs over our railings and mm -hmm. stuff like that because we have high points that have very low, very big drops. Mm -hmm. And... We have to make sure everyone's safe and doesn't fall because we we take safety very seriously and as you should yeah as we should um so being a a ticket scanner for a, a theater uh do you have you had any experience in like theater or do you just enjoy you know i did arts? have experience in theater yes nice. I was actually working before I moved back to the Bay Area in 2000, I think from 2015 to 2016, I was a spotlight operator mm -hmm. and a crew member for a place called Sierra Repertory Theater, or SRT, up in Sonora, California. We were, uh, we were a small theater, but we were very, very successful, and I'm happy to report that they survived the pandemic. Nice. Um, but we're just, we, what we did was we would basically light actors on stage during certain sequences mm -hmm. and, uh, and make sure everything was mopped and cleaned and presentable. And uh, we also work together if we ever had a breakdown in our system or just basically anything that went wrong we fix it as the saying goes the show must go on <laughs> yeah of course and like um being a uh like a, a lighting operator right uh or spotlight a, operator. spotlight operator it uh it's not it's not an easy thing to do i feel like because you have to follow follow the action and then like uh, even like lighting technicians too, because I've kind of seen like the ins and outs of like theater sets too. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, you got to get the timing right. You got to yep. make sure the light, it's the correct color mm-hmm. and the, and all, all of that technical stuff. So every part of the theater is very important to help uh, create a story uh, or like help um, elevate the story. So yes, that's cool. Um, have you had any experience in acting or were you just more like behind the scenes kind of thing? I kind of prefer behind the scenes because it's fun to make to make the effects instead of experience the effects because mm. it adds another level of uh, excitement to the job. Mm-hmm. And then at your job right now, like uh, what were the shows um, that were playing there? Um, what were they called? And then like, were you are you able to watch the shows for free yourselves? I'm, I'm assuming. Um, or like a, a SRT or both of them? Both. Or I, actually we'll do, yes, we'll do both. Okay. Both. At SRT, I was actually able to watch every single show every time we had to work, which was basically the whole run of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cause you are like, you were manning the light, right? Yep. Oh, yep. okay. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I thought you were just like, oh no, that would be know? our stage manager. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, the first show I worked was uh, a Christmas Carol, but it was themed after a, a small western town called Columbia mm-hmm. in, here in California, up in the Sierra foothills. So it was called a Colombian Christmas Carol, and it was essentially the same, but the theme was western, and like the Ghost of Christmas Future was a desperado, and. He had all the things like lasso, revolvers, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then what about uh, your new uh, job in Walnut Creek? Do you Uh, get discounts or like? Oh, we do get discounts. Yeah. And um, I I usually watch the shows outside because I usually follow the code, save the seat for the customer. Mm. Because we do occasionally have late seating seating um and um they like to uh and we we basically welcome anyone who wants to see our shows okay um out of all the shows that you have watched in your new job uh was any of them like your favorite um i really liked the harlem ballet harlem ballet yeah they came from harlem new york i i believe and they traveled the whole United States showing off. And one of my favorite ones was a student uh, ballet show where schools would come to our theater and basically fill the entire theater up. And, yes. um, and basically they would explain what their act was. And then they would dance to music and really, really talented people. Nice. Cool. So... You know, uh, off camera, you mentioned that you enjoy model trains. Yes. Um, what, what, what started that hobby for you and like, what came about that? Like, yeah, I, I love trains as a, as a young, uh, small child. And, um, basically, uh, the first time I saw a train was in Antioch, like an actual mainline train. And, uh, it was fun to see the bells and the lights and everything that's part of the railroad. And 
I grew up also with Thomas the Tank Engine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, ever since then, my hobby, passion, and motivation was trains. And um, I, I've been involved with train things ever since. Nice. And then did you, you, did you ever want to be, or assuming, I'm assuming like because you have a passion for trains, you wanted to be a, uh, you want to be a, uh, a train conductor or like drive yeah. a train? Yeah, I, I did at first, but a little thing called uh, my disability came and, and I had to be on medications and that, and that affect my ability to drive and stuff like that. So, and then my mom came to me when I was sad that I couldn't be able to work as a train conductor or a train engineer and basically said to me, you know, maybe it's a good thing that you can't be a train conductor engineer because sometimes it's your passion and having your passion as your work can kind of make it not so much your passion anymore. Yeah, you start, you, you, you feel like the more, well, it really depends on like who you are, right? If, mm-hmm. if you are going into your passion and like you do it so much, you start to lose interest that, that interest and it starts to feel like work. Yeah. Then it's not like that. Um, that's mm-hmm. no longer your passion, right? Yep. But other, but there are some cases where you, you keep, uh, pushing for this passion because I mean, to me, in my perspective, you started it, you want to see this thing through mm-hmm. and, um, like you do this because you keep on pushing forward because you find different ideas, you hear different perspectives on the same passion. Right. And then that kind of just builds up your curiosity and it fires that passion even more. Yeah. So there's two different types of people. Uh, I feel like for you, like you never know, although you do have, you say like you say you have a disability. I feel like if you were passionate enough and you really wanted to, I feel like you would have found there are other uh, options and other ways for you to still be, you know, a train conductor or not a train conductor, but just some have a job that's related to trains. And I'm pretty sure like later down in your life, if uh, you're still passionate enough, you can still be related in some way. So Yeah, and I would also say the theater is also my passion too because I do enjoy plays and seeing the cool effects that they like to do in, in the show. But I guess what I would say is I'm a person who always looked for the easy way. Mm. And I would, and my best advice to anyone listening to this is never take the easy way because it just you it's like avoiding what your dreams and stuff like that mm-hmm. and if you really want to follow your dreams do this job i say go for it work hard go to school go to college and learn as much as you can so that way one day you can be ready for it mhm yeah, and then you don't want to be living a life full of regrets and stuff. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. And, um, but yeah, I, th- I still think that you, if you're willing enough, you I feel like you can, you know, still push for, 
your passion, whether that's trains or even more theater stuff. So, um, yeah. Uh, and so did your mom show you like model trains or did you just find them? uh, Yeah, that was model trains was actually introduced to me by my late father. Mm. Um, he found a, uh, club called black diamond lines in antioch california off fullerton shipyard road check it out because they're they're a good club too um and he showed me a show that was um that was happening and basically we just um he showed me that one of these days we're gonna join but unfortunately he would not be alive to see that Mm, I'm sorry. Yeah. But he introduced me to the model railroad theme, and I feel I'm carrying on his dream of what he wanted. And my mom took his place as the parent to um, basically uh, take his place as the parental figure to help me follow my dream in model railroading. Mm, That's very cool. Um, so sorry to hear about, uh, your father, but, uh, it seems like he was a very good man and he, um, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, even though, um, he, he's gone, I, I live basically for him as the way he would want me to. And, uh, some, some days uh, I do wish he was here with me, so that way he could see where I've how I've grown, mm-hmm. and maybe give me advice on what I should do with my mental illness because he too was also mentally, uh, well, not I wouldn't say ill, but or disabled, but had some challenges. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm grateful for everything that he taught me in this short period of time and and I have no regrets I'm very happy for you yeah um yeah like I think it's a very noble thing uh to just um carry on how your father would want you to live and I'm pretty sure he's uh, proud of who you've become and who you're going to be in the next couple of years and stuff thank um, you so did you how many model trains do you have and do you have like a a favorite uh well i have let's see uh one two three four five six seven eight around nine or ten models that include a mixture of locomotives and cars and my favorite have to be two very expensive very rare brass cars that um I run in addition to some plastic cheaper cars and with a locom with one locomotive either on the front or the back of the train. And uh I basically base off uh Amtrak and the California uh branch of Amtrak. Mm. So I'm like all I know is Bart. So <laughs> it's like, all good. Um so if you can like help me if you can bring me into your world, like, can you just like help me understand what a locomotive is, like what the cars are. Mm-hmm. And then like, just like, 
whatever you're passionate about and just just tell me it and just bring me into your world sure um so basically uh, my cars are based off actual real cars that run between oakland sacramento san jose and bakersfield they're they're a mixture of two routes and basically i i have uh they run in a system of four or five cars and cars are like passenger cars that consist of uh, a cafe because we need cafes and restrooms and they have all that. What? Bart doesn't have that. Yeah. Because Bart's just short distance. And, <laughs> and uh, Oh, so like so long distance. Yeah, like, these from are like, long distance. So you like, oh, they're able to have like little bars and cafes and yep. like little like mm-hmm. sleeping areas, I guess. Yeah. Okay. The not so much sleeping areas, but that's more long distance trains from like say Los Angeles to Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and our locomotive um, is basically the power, and it supplies the movement, the power, electricity, and uh, our braking. It's basically the beating heart of the train, mm. and. Uh, and the and the cars are basically we're we're on the ground, and that's my favorite part of a train is we're on the ground and not in the air, mm-hmm. and where we can sit, walk around, or watch movies. They don't have TV, but they you can stream on your phones because back in the day, the television screens were the windows. Oh yeah, they and we had flip phones and VHS tapes. People may say oh he's young he doesn't know about that no i grew i grew up i i was born in 2000 so mm-hmm. i was there when flip phones existed vhs tapes yeah and uh the phone on the cord was still a thing mm, yep, yep yep so i i have been in the era of the dinosaur <laughs> cool so anything else um that you want to say to the world right now? Well, my message to you guys is follow your dreams. And if you ever have a challenge, don't run away from it. Don't give into it. Face it. Find hope because there is hope. Well said, Leo. Thank you so much. Thank you. And um, that's it. That's the episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening or watching. Um And this has been Connected. My name is Billy. This is Leo Sweeney. Thank you, guys. And this is Connected. Peace. Peace.